Greetings from Island Park, Idaho. It is literally 15 degrees outside. I'm walking around this most beautiful island. There's snow everywhere. There's these big trees with snow falling off. There's all these kids on snowmobiles. It's Idaho, so they're like six years old, just driving each other around. It's just the happiest of times. And I'm in this rest and reflect moment of the year and of my life and really leaning into to that reflection into the rest and I'm about 0% comfortable with it but by golly I am trying to get my rest and reflect on and I wanted to do this podcast about what 2023 has been and honestly I've hit record 40 times as we walk around the circle and this time I'm just gonna I'm committing to myself this year this podcast starting right now to try to release some of my freaking damn perfectionism I realize like it holds me back so unbelievably much Specifically, like as you can tell probably with this podcast, I have such a hard time getting a solo episode out because of my perfectionism. And I want it to be laid out well and I want it to be understandable. I want it to be motivating. I'm like, what the freak? No one's leading into this this much. Like I can just be myself and talk to you and I don't even need to edit this bad boy. The audio can be bad. Let's just hang and I'm going to adapt. I'm going to adopt that vibe. My friend Amber Lillystrom was like, Susie, you're way overthinking this. You literally just need to go out on your phone, go for a walk, talk, and send it. So that is going to be the vibe that I am going to commit to. I'm not going to hit, re- I'm not even going to edit this. So I will keep going as we talk about what a blast and what a beast 2023 was for me. Oh my gosh. I want to be like, it was the most sexy year ever. But honestly, it was probably the unsexiest year basically ever, but also the most necessary. And I would say I grew in massive ways. Hold on. Six-year-old on a snowmobile coming by. Let's see the average age of this one. Okay, there was nine people in that Ranger. Love it. Okay, 2023. Yes. Uh, Grew down roots. I grew down... I grew massively, but it was like growing down deeper into myself, into my beliefs, into my business, into the people I serve, into my relationship with Todd, like rooting down deep, deep, deep. And that's how I grew this year. And I know that the fruits that we're going to see of like the tree actually growing are going to come after this year. But this was just a year of like deep watering and growth. Um, let's, let's, let's do like a sandwich thing, like a positive than a negative positive. Okay. My relationship with Todd guys, I totally rediscovered my sensuality in 2023, like in a big, massive, insane. I wish I could drop all the details on it without like grossing out my parents, but holy moly, 2023. Thank you for letting me reclaim my body, reclaim my sensuality, realize like what this body can do and it's it's uh, I, I do I'm a person that lives in her mind all the time I'm in my mind like a freaking hamster always up in here is going a million miles an hour always dreaming doing scheming going and so this year being like out of your mind and into your body so that's looked like breath work meditation oh my gosh I, we don't call it sex anymore. We're not calling it sex. We're calling it divine union. The divine union situation happening is bananas. So that's a big win of 2023. So for that giant high, let's spike it down with a really big low of 2023. Starting off in January. What a freaking nightmare month. 
I was like, well, this is going to be the worst freaking year of my life if it starts anything like January 2023. So this was the launch of Moxie. Moxie, I was like, we're creating the next TED Talk stage for women and it's going to be so epic. I've never given a TED Talk. So I built this thing and everyone's on board. Thank you for everyone that was on board. We were excited. The momentum was there. I do my first Moxie message. It was like a really polished speech vibe, like the TED Talks. And I was like, well, that was the least fun I've literally ever had doing anything in my entire life. And I don't want to do that again. So we tried to reduce it a little. And I realized like, gosh, this just isn't what I, this isn't, this isn't it. This is not it. So this giant bubble we had of all this momentum and excitement, I basically just took a pin to it, popped it, and never talked about it again. And I used to beat myself up about that. Like, what did I do? I got all these people on board. I was excited. And then I just killed it. Um, but one of the things about this year has been diving into my human design and realizing that I'm a three, five profile. I am a, like the great experimenter, meaning I, I'm like literally set here to do experiments. And some of those are going to go awesome, like Jovi. And some of those are not going to go super well. And the only way I can learn is through trying and failing. And I don't know if it's like exciting or like actually super scary and depressing that my whole life is just going to be experiment after experiment after experiment. But now knowing that, I feel much less attached to my ex- experiments than I did. I had this whole vision painted for what Moxie I wanted it to be for myself, for the women that came to the stage, for the women listening. And then realizing, getting a couple steps in and being like, oh, shoot, this is not filling me up like I wanted to and just have to like kill it and pull the plug because I wasn't going to just like keep investing time, money into something that really wasn't doing it for me. Um, So now I'm just unattaching because like nothing bad happened. It's like, okay, we pulled the plug and people were like, fine. No one died. No one even cared that much, which no one is thinking about us even remotely a tiny bit as much as we think they are not even a little. So let yourself experiment, fail in a really big, giant, massive way. And it's going to suck. And then you're also going to be like, wait, that wasn't that bad. I can fail it more shiz. It's totally fine. But in the process of moxie, I made a very uh, bad, some bad employee hires, um, which were my own fault. It was my own fault of uh, not getting super clear on what I needed, not getting clear on what I wanted and not having a great personality fits for the job. Um, so I lost 60 grand on employees and never got really anything that I needed from it, which was, that was painful. Like that hurts really bad, but I can promise you, oh, snowmobile. Okay. What I was saying though about employees is that I, I won't make the hiring mistakes I made before. Like, okay. And I think every, everyone tells me that every business owner has to go through that like really brutal um, hire and fire experience to like really learn <laughs> what not to do. The great experimenter has figured out exactly what not to do. And I will not be repeating those same mistakes. So that was really painful and like honestly traumatic. Like when you're dealing with human beings, especially women, like there's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of like childhood stuff that like comes up to the surface when you're like ugh, dealing with all that. So that was a really big, sucky, wucky, was a bear. And I, but I learned a lot of lessons. Once again, growing my roots down deeper into my business. Moxie, boom. That was what it was. <laughs> but I'm grateful. Last year at this time, we were up in Allen Park and I was writing on like my manifestations for 2023. And I was like, 
We are going to grow this giant stage for women. I am going to become like a well-known speaker in which I went to speak on two stages, actually paid a bunch to go to this mastermind to learn to be a speaker to realize that is not my dream. That is 0% my dream. And I had to be able to do it, try it, go all the way in on it to realize that isn't what I really, that's like not my, that's not my calling. I, I enjoy it, but not half as much as I enjoy being in a small intimate room, like exchanging energy back and forth where people are literally giving me like verbal feedback as we go back and forth. So anyways, there was that, which is just comical. Like I, I look forward to seeing what kind of shiz I write down this year that probably 5% of it will come true. And then the other 95 will be more mind blowing than I could have thought. Okay. So we got relationships. We got Moxie out of the way. We got, Oh my gosh, Jovi is crushing in no part. Thanks to me in part. Thanks to actually having a phenomenal team did something right there. Kim is leading it and we had our biggest year ever. And that isn't thanks to the influencer program. If you are a product company and you do not have a killer Instagram or influencer program going, you should look towards Joe because what they're doing is we are doing is really working. And gosh, I'm just proud of that team. One big 2023 thing was that I am growing. I have built myself a lifestyle business, a lifestyle business, seven figures makes what I want. I work when I want. But realizing that what I haven't been building is like a generational type thing that continues, you know, as I phase out and something that can be or something that can be sold. And so 2023, I spent a lot of time like in the trenches, really rebuilding the foundations, rooting down into I got to build this into something sellable someday. And you can't really. Well, I mean, I sort of sold Susie Holman once (laughs) and that is what we now know as Jovi. But I want to do it in a different way. And that looks like building something, building a company, a true company is different than building a like juicy lifestyle business. And so 2023 is 24 is going to be about that for me and us as we made some really awesome investments into the business this year that uh, we know we're going to pay off. Um, tons of time, tons of education, tons of research and learning. And once again, all my beautiful, glorious trial and error experimentation. Okay, we've got to go with that positive relationships. Oh my gosh, I've had sisterhood. Sisterhood has been a theme of this year. Like really having true friendships that see you, that you can be vulnerable, that you can honestly fight a little bit with and then overcome um, some of the differences has been really beautiful. Like, oh my gosh, you can have disagreements and have hurt feelings and then you can also resolve them. And it doesn't have to be like this whole toxic blow up. If you know my story, you know that uh, the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to me was uh, brutal friendship breakups. So really having stable, secure, healthy relationships um, with women in my life is such a gift. Um, And the network that I was so fortunate to, you know, Kathy Heller, love her podcast, like literally the best podcast, though, probably the only one I actually listen to, um, is, uh, don't quit your day job. Maybe manifest with Kathy. Maybe she's changed a couple times. Kathy Heller podcast. Anyways, I went to this like peer group of hers where I met the most incredible women and they're like aligned and deep and they're building businesses, not in this like hustle boss, babe type of way, but like aligned, deep, rooted, spiritual, sacred. And I was like, this is my people. You are my people. You are my tribe. This is the group of women I aspire to be and look up to. And that was really beautiful 
So finding a leader that has, that calls in your type of woman is, if that's not on your 2024 board, it definitely should be. Thank you, Kathy Heller forever. Spirituality, man. Okay, let's go there. There's some highs and lows for you. Major highs, major highs, the highest of the highs. I feel like we did so much untangling of the LDS faith and the conditioning of religion, not just Christianity. And there's so much in there for me that does not ring true that I kind of kept holding on to as part of my being and getting even more clear in like what I believe, what pieces I'm keeping, what pieces I'm leaving and how I see the world has been completely drastically changed. If you would have sat me down though, this same cabin trip last year and been like, okay, and what you're going to do is you're going to do ayahuasca a couple times. It's going to blow your absolute mind. You're going to bring a lot of people to that. Actually, you're going to pretty much leave the LDS faith. It's going to suck so bad. You're going to cry your freaking face off. And then you're going to publicly tell everyone that you did it. I would have been like, that is not happening. I would like to continue to hide all of these parts of me and do all of this kind of quietly, which I did do most of it quietly, but then I did out the whole shebang here on this podcast. I would not have believed you. I would not have felt strong enough. I would not have felt rooted enough into my beliefs, who I know I am, who I know God to be, um, the divine uh, father, mother, both. Um, I wouldn't have felt deep enough. And now I do. And that is just like absolutely mind-blowing to me how far I have come in here and also plant medicine like what the didn't see that one coming out of nowhere and also um, another reason waking up to my body waking up to you know all things Todd and Susie is that journey for us and I need to do a whole podcast on it um but I will tell you about one of the parts of one of my ceremonies because you know me I'm always like work's always in my mind so I have this part of the ceremony which you basically I mean, it's different for every single person, but I see like visions behind my eyeballs. Like it's like a dream, but you're like super awake. Um, I see this dream and I'm just like building all of these houses, just like building. And I'm just smiling and I'm happy and I'm laughing. Like in the dream, I was like actually doing construction. Like there was nails and doors and hard hats involved. And, but in, at, in the time it was like very, very clear that as long as I am building, it doesn't even have to be my own. As long as I am building I will be happy and building businesses for other people has been the thing that makes me the most happy um, business wise for the last, you know, seven years. And so that is going to continue and we're doubling down on how we're helping people build. I spent so much of the year in experimentation of, okay, do I like helping beginners, newbies who haven't even started yet? Do the dang thing. If you've never started a business, I want to help you. Then we started people that are like, I already have a million dollar business. Can we grow it? Help them. Then we had people that are like, oh, I'm like a hundred, then 250, then 300 K. Do I like product companies? Do I like, and I just like building. I just like building and I'm going to not try to fit myself back into this box of like, I build this one kind a business because I'm just freaking obsessed with it. I love it. And I'm actually really good at it. If you go to my human design, you see like how perfectly created I was to be doing the work that I am doing in business right now. And no wonder why it feels so good. And also no wonder why when it's not in alignment, like Moxie, why it feels so bad. Okay. Positive wellness, wellness moment, meditation, big, big, ginormous meditation for me, trying to calm down my squirrel brain. Um, has been absolutely game-changing for my nervous system. I feel like my nervous system has never thanked me more than what we're doing, and my mind has never felt more out of control. (laughs) 
in the way that I'm like, okay, mind, you are not the main player here. Um, my soul gets to be the main player and you're doing some gymnastics up there. And sometimes it's so epic. I can't even believe the stuff you come up with. And then sometimes I'm just like, you need to be quiet and sit down and let my body and my soul and my spirit do the work here. And so kind of figuring out what is going on in the inner workings of me to discover the me inside of me is a journey for sure. Last year was my year of like inner child. Like I did so much inner child, inner Susie work. And that's been like a big continuation. And really, especially in how I see my students, you know, like your business will heal you is the name of this podcast. And really one of the ways that it's healed me the most is how I see people. I don't see them as their business. I don't see them as their dollar amount figure per year. I see them as I try to see them as like their souls and their little inner children and their inner teenagers and their bad A adults as like a more of a person than like putting them in the box of like you are this and you are this and that's been a really beautiful deepening of how I see my students and I think how why I want to see less of them instead of serving the masses like I wanted to originally with moxie it's like that doesn't feel good I can't see them I can't like literally see and feel who they are each individually um so it's so much more gratifying for me to be able to work more intimately intimately with people even though yeah is that the most scalable thing you could do absolutely not but I'm not I'm not out here to I'm really not out here to create this ginormous as you, as you can see by my incredible employee hiring skills I don't want a team of like 10 you know I don't want to build something that's giantly scaled I want to build something that's like giantly fulfilling period exclamation point asterisk stars all over the place we got to go back to ayahuasca real quick, <laughs> which like I, one of the questions I'm going to get is probably like, how do you feel comfortable with people knowing this? What even is ayahuasca? Ayahuasca is like an ancient medicine from the earth that is absolutely life-changing when taken in sacred ceremony with shamans and with the right, like went vegan for a full month, I guess this year. And stopped feeding my body garbage and then really that helped me reawaken my body of like giving her really beautiful, beautiful good foods. I don't think I've had like a sip of caffeine in like, I don't know, 10 months Um, and just really beautiful, true, superfood, clean, organic. I was kind of rolled my eyes at people when they were like (laughs) them and their healthy food and I was over here like McDonald's, Susie, like, yeah, 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 you just want to be cooler than everyone. No, I'm like, actually, literally, you feel so much better that it's not even a joke. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get you. Health and wellness, good food. Okay, let's uh, get it. Let's hit it with a low. Let's go to the financial area. Um, I, this is another ayahuasca ceremony situation for me, is this diagnosis of leaky money. It's like a building. There's like a bunch of holes in it and water coming out of it. It's like, oh, and I understood like, oh, this is leaking money. That is what I do (laughs) by like not having a true serious handle on where all the money is going, how it's all being divided between my company and like Susie School and Jovi and really, and just personally uh, realizing like, oh, wow, this is like, this is a real this is a real awareness that I need to bring to the financial side. And so when you do that, <laughs> I was like, well, I want to actually throw up. This is the reality. This is when you put the reality on paper, you're like, okay. So apparently I have overspending issues. My overhead's really high. And like, why do our kids go to a private school that costs so freaking much? And just when you put it all on paper, 
you know, which I, we had done, like we have a bookkeeper, but like having a bookkeeper and like actually knowing your numbers are two completely different things. So stop leaking money is a financial goal of 2024. And Todd and I have been so much better in the past, probably uh, six months, but that's going to be a journey of a lifetime for sure. Honestly, hopefully not. Hopefully by the next time this, this year, I'm going to record this podcast and be like, you should see our books and our spreadsheets. They are so sexy on the every dotted I letter cross T. This was actually the first year in like so many years where we haven't bought a piece of real estate. We actually sold a piece of real estate, which felt really good. And then also I'm kind of like, oh man, I did have this goal that we would buy a new piece of real estate every single year. But then you put everything on paper. They're like, sister, you cannot buy a piece of real estate. <laughs> Probably not every single year, but cute goal. I have a lot of cute goals. Like I'm going to be a speaker. I'm going to buy property every year. Like calm your tits, Susie. Calm them down. So should we talk about humility? Yep. Uh, would you like to talk about the amount of humility I have felt this year? When you basically go through the spiritual journey like I have and the journey of so much trial and error experimentation, like you become a newborn baby naked in this freezing cold Island Park snow. And you're like, wow, I really see more clearly how human I am and how awesomely ginormously massive my soul is but the human experience is abusive and super crazy and I now am seeing myself a little bit more clearly on both sides of my human spectrum and my giant incredible limitless spiritual perspective of myself and that brings a lot of humility and a lot of like whoa mind blown mind blow which I feel like at this point in the podcast, I should be like, wait, we're not struggling. <laughs> we're not struggling. Our numbers are the same as probably last year. It's just um, a whole different, a whole different ballgame. And I honestly think that 2023 was a whole different ballgame for most business owners. Um, it was kind of a interesting, tumultuous year. I think people are like tightening their belt straps a little bit. And I think that one of the most beautiful parts about that is like everyone that I've seen and my clients and students included, it's like a going back to the basics and making sure that the foundation is completely secure. Because if you don't have a strong foundation, your business, when you say it grows too fast, say like a calamity comes or a giant recession, which is on its way to us, if those are not secure, the thing is going to crumble to the freaking ground. So going back to basics, that's why I call this year like the unsexiest year ever, because it was like basics basics, basics. And I'm trying to force myself to build the same thing consecutively for one year. Um, Susie school is, uh, what I've been doing for the past so many years. And that's always been the same under lots of different umbrellas that we teach and really kind of honing in on the one thing that we're going to kind of specialize in and focus in feels so unnatural, but also simultaneously so good at the exact same time. It's like the weirdest feeling. I wish I could, you guys have probably felt that too. And an actual um, releasing, actually, of Suzy School. The name Suzy School, that beautiful business that served me, that beautiful name, all of those retreats, the thousands of students, and what we were doing, and really letting that expand to the next level of who I am becoming as a person, as a leader, as what I want to teach, um, is, has been really sweet and really bittersweet. And I've tried to sit in so much celebration for what Suzy School what Sue's school was. Um, and also mourn that like those days are gone. Those days of what we were building there, I, I couldn't, I outgrew it. And 
sometimes I beat myself up about that because I'm like, you probably should have just kept on that train and kept going the thing that was working so well. <laughs> but I can't because we got to do, we got more experiments to do. We got to cook up some stuff. Let him cook. That's what my kids always say when they're like playing a game, video game, like let him cook. So let her cook. Let her cook. That's what we're doing. Am I going to have like the biggest vulnerability hangover after this podcast? Probably so. A million percent. Okay, what else we got to cover? Where else have we not been? Okay, this is cool. My throat chakra. Lots of work on my throat chakra. Lots of like realize I'm not speaking my truth. Realizing that I need to speak my truth. And literally last year, I got sick so many times. I guess it's uh, like beginning of last year. Over the last couple years, I would lose my voice like all of the time all the time. And I would be like, oh, it's because I like damaged my vocal cords and they're just jamming. So they get strange really easily. And now really realizing, thank you, ayahuasca, that like I have like actual, like hold back my truth issues that were literally like building up and making me, making my throat sick. And so why it is so important to actually speak my truth instead of just like swallow it down. And so since I've started doing that, hello, like spiritual journey, hello, this podcast of absolute vulnerability and openness like once I started doing this more and more and more not only with you obviously but with every single person in my entire life my family my family of origin included which like god bless them for what I have been able that I have put them through (laughs) in really speaking so uh truthfully and openly and honestly um that has been a gift but it has not come without the pain of of that truth sometimes comes. And so just thanking them of like, whoa, even in all of that, ending the year and like relationships with family as like deep and beautiful and as true and as authentic and real as ever and opening my throat to speak in the ways that I feel has been life-changing. And the dog just got here, which is another 2023 win. Our dog, Belle. They say your dogs don't find, you don't find your dog, your dog finds you. That was 100%. Belle, a girl, Natalie, came to Susie's school. She stays late. Her Uber isn't picking her up. And we just get talking and she starts telling me about she has this puppy that like no one is buying. She doesn't know why because it's like the best puppy she's ever had. And I go to bed that night and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think that puppy's supposed to be mine. Even though we historically kill all of our pets, cats galore, never having, never having a win. But I was like, I feel like it's just supposed to be mine. And this dog has been literally the cutest most life-giving, most like pure little peaceful little thing in our lives. We're obsessed. We even, we pack her on the plane when we travel. I'm like totally the lady with four kids and a dog in a little purse. Who even am I? So dog lady is now a 2023 version of me. Crop top lady, that's another version of me. Never would have felt safe or free enough to do that. And I'm like, sure, why not? I mean, is it like the sexiest looking? No, but whatever. I have four kids. We should be proud of that. Nice squish happening. We earned it spiritual Susie open that up we got all sorts of like crystals and okay we don't have all sorts of crystals I think I have like five but I do have you know all sorts of cool like trinkets that remind me of my my sacred ceremonies so that version of me is here the version of me building a company is here not just a lifestyle hobby business healthy food Susie is here sensual Susie here accounted for podcasting Susie I mean we hope we don't kill her off this has been a fun experimentation, also so brutal. It is so hard for me to um, not let my perfectionism actually just take me out and never record these episodes. We're going to try to keep Podcast Susie alive in 2024. I know it's so worth it and so incredible. 
but I gotta let go of some of the that. So I'm hoping for that next year. And honestly, I just hope that next year brings the same type of growth um, in the ways of my soul as this year, Brent, maybe with a little less pain, like a little less, you know, brutal, you know, I hope that the, the leaving of the church stuff, getting that out of my life, um, getting that part of myself, like out into the open, that just has left so much room for more growth and deeper relationships and, um, and deep gratitude, deep gratitude for the church. Like I have nothing but absolute love for the LDS church and what it it grew me to be but I'm grateful that like that chapter of that chapter that was a big part of 2023 like I don't think we got to keep opening that one you know like that's I feel at peace with that like whoa and if only one thing happened that this year uh if I had that then this would have been a good year and it was just it was so much more than that it was so much more so that's my reflections and I love you and I hope to see you again next time on the podcast whenever that is Merry Kwanzaa, year before, deep winter, solstice, resting. Okay, bye.